with the Afterwatch. We're watching Food Wars. It's episode 12 of season 1, The Memory of a Single Dish. I'm Tim, and with me is... Ashley, as always. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, we're doing this. We're liking the show. I like the show. I I hope you do. (laughs) Yeah, I love this show. It's (laughs) one of my favorite animes. So we're making through. It's finally like the end of this little arc of the the food war there in the basement with Shinomiya. Mm -hmm. We'll get to it, but we just want to remind you really quick to subscribe if you haven't and share, let other people know what's going on here. And, uh, yeah, write in if there's something else you'd like us to talk about, like another anime. Is there something else you'd like us to cover? Mm-hmm. We're, we're looking at other things, especially since we're really now focused on season one of this, but also the My Hero stuff. At some point, that's going to uh, will be over. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying same. to figure out what to do on that feed as well. So let us know if you have any uh, questions, comments, anything. Fictionalquestions at gmail.com. Also, write us a review on the Apple Podcast. Yes, We'd love please. to hear... Uh, good reviews on that too but either way we thank you for listening and we'll get right to it so recap uh it starts out of course how they kind of do that with uh megami mm-hmm. they're telling her okay you're gonna be the lead chef soma you can't tell her how to do anything you're just yeah you're yeah. just a sous chef uh you can't and he was just like what because they're like they know that soma's gonna they know soma has the confidence to yeah, and he can pull this. through yeah. and he can do whatever. Yeah, he can do whatever, but they know that Megami struggles with that and they mm-hmm. want to see why should we keep Megami here? Mm-hmm. That's that's so. They also want to see her like start using that part of the like expanding. Mhm. You, you know she's talented. Being more maybe yeah. not just a maybe adventurous isn't the word, but go, getting out of her comfort zone mm-hmm. in other words. Exactly. Because yeah, She's definitely good when she puts her mind to it, especially when she's not in class. Mm-hmm. We've seen her many times produce really yeah, great stuff. Yeah, when she's, stuff. like, on her own, doing her free stuff, she's yeah, great. Yeah, she's, like, loving it and happy. I just happy. think she just has, like, it's like test anxiety. She just has, like, right. school anxiety. Performance. Like, yeah, yeah, she just gets nervous when she's put on the spot. Mm-hmm. But when she's, like, doing her thing, like, what she loves, because she loves cooking and she's really good at it, she's so, like, awesome. She just is herself. Mm-hmm. And she blooms that way. But when she's <laughs> like in, yeah, when she's in, when she's in oh, school, man. she's just like. Ah. Well, we see many different little Megamies in yeah, this I know, episode. Exactly, it's, it's like, what? so funny. <laughs> but we'll get to it. We also get the recap of his uh, Shinomiya's dish. That Shafar's, where they start talking about the whole legume magician oh, yeah. and everything else, <laughs> how he conquered Paris. <laughs> we get a little bit more of that too here, and then we see, of course, how it, how last episode ended, mm-hmm. where she shows up and she's got that rainbow terrine, uh, which is basically seven like pates with uh, of of vegetables oh, yeah, yes. cooked different ways, and like just like how she was cooking. It was like a, basically. Similar, similar dish to what she was preparing in class, but she failed. Right. Yeah, it was a dish she failed in class, but she put her own twist on it. In class, she had to follow that reset, right? Mm-hmm. The recipe to the T, right? Yeah, and that's exactly. why she failed. But this way, she could do it her own way. It's not as many, um, because I think the, the train they had to do there was nine. So mm-hmm. she's got seven different things, but, um, and but her she's... own took her own take on it. Yeah, yeah. And we saw that how it was kind of like, you know, thinking about her childhood and her mother and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm, Just... So anyway, the judges are like, let's see what this little flower has made for us. You know, it's that one guy who's always kind of... Oh, yeah, the one who's flirting with her. I I feel like a lot of people flirt with Megami, which is kind of weird. I know, it's just so weird. weird. And... (laughs) 
Yeah. And then at the same time in her head, she's like thinking about all the times she's almost, she's failed at other things and, and how she really needs to pull this through. And it's delish, is what the one guy says. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all the different vegetables have been treated to bring out each certain profile. There's two different sauces, like a citrus and a chiso. And also, um, one thing that one of the guys talks about, how uh, she used sun-dried tomatoes. And Mm -hmm. it was a special preparation where they would cut them and then put them in the oven to, you know. And it was the mom that showed them how to do that. Yeah, exactly. It is like her... Because that's, I think they're just... They're known. I don't know. Her style of cooking is like country esque. Mm-hmm. Very. So it's like a lot of vegetables mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So she she knows yeah, how to yeah, handle them with farm. care. Yeah. yeah. She lives. She lives on a farm. That's where her family is. Mm-hmm. So she knows how to take care of vegetables and and stuff like that. Yeah. So they're just talking about how it's brimming with tenderness and and they start fighting over who she is because if oh, the yeah. one guy is the <laughs> legume magician. Then she's the legume gnome, or no, she's the legume spirit of fortune. And then, like, what's her name? The one who's like really obsessed with her. What's what's her name? I always forget her name. The chef. Hinako. Hinako. Yeah, she was like, she's like, no, no, no. She's a snow she just, queen. Yeah, she's like <laughs> crazy about Megami. It's kind of scary. Yeah. How like obsessed she is with Megami. I'm just like, calm down. Yeah. You are a grown woman <laughs> obsessing over a child. Yeah, but then it's like the one the other girl. It's like, why does she have to be a creature? But then uh, they're no, you know, they all love it. So Megami starts crying because all these judges really love her food, and she's just so it's like this roller coaster of emotions. And she's crying, and she's so happy. And then she hears the coins going down in the plates because that's how they're judging it. They all have a coin Mm -hmm. to place in a certain plate. And Megami has a plate, and Shinomiya has a plate. Then they cast the votes that way. Well. So, you know, in her head, Megami's just like, I'm embracing the way I want to cook for the first time. I need to stay, you know, for the first time. I know what I need to do. And she opens her eyes, and there's no votes for her. No, which is so sad. Just just rocks her, I think. Yeah, well, it's because obviously, um, what's his name, Shinomiya, he, he's a renowned chef. Yeah. He has, uh, he's won a, like, uh, the it's top really tier medal. It's really not fair. <laughs> yeah, no, he's won a top tier medal in France. He's yeah. the first uh, Japanese guy to win a, or Japanese fr- uh, chef to win a, their French medallion. Yeah, thing. So, like, I mean, work. you're going against a guy who's a renowned chef in France. Yeah. What did you think and, like, was going to happen? I know, like, I mean, yes, her cooking is awesome. Like, I'm sure it's, like, awesome, but, like, compared to him, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, nothing compared to him. Like, it's, like, they, they have to be judging fair. Right, right. Well, that's but, a, that's what a food war is. But, but then... <laughs> yeah. Well, there is that moment, too, of, like, Soma just kind of over there. And he, you can't really read what he's what he's thinking, but you know he's, like, upset because this affects him, too. Mm-hmm. But he kind of just, like, starts encouraging her, like, uh, you know, uh, you did what you could, you know? Yeah, yeah, you like, you gave being, it a good try. Because he knows he has his, like, restaurant to go back to. Like, he's not I that obsessed. I guess there's that. I guess there's he's, like, that. He, he wants to beat him. Like, he wants yeah. to beat um, Shinomiya. Yeah, we see later yeah, on yeah, he's exactly. kind he's of upset angry. about it. Yeah, <laughs> He's but, angry. Uh, but, um, no, like, so, Soma, he has, you know, being at this school just... 
I think it's like a fun time for him. It's kind just of. like kind of just like, eh, it's fun. Eh, but I but think I we could really learn care. something from that. Well, yeah, like the no, confidence he, he in definitely that, is. That if you don't let it get to you, then you oh, can turn yeah, things into fun. Like yeah, even exactly. work or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I think you yeah. just have to find a place where you can, like the right fit. Like obviously this is a good fit for Soma. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you're in a place where your work or whatever isn't a good fit, there's no way to really turn it around exactly, and, and yeah. make it fun. But anyway, Shinomiya goes to leave. And, you know, it's been a real treat. Yeah, I'll see you guys like, later. <laughs> and then there's a coin. And he's oh, like, yeah. Uh, what's, what's his name? Um, Jin Dojima. Jin, Do- Jin Dojima. He puts yeah. on the coin. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> the challenge is over. <laughs> and then he basically poses the whole thing like the answer you're looking for to the questions you've been thinking about, Shinomiya, are in Megami's food. Is what this guy is telling her. Yeah. And so he's, I, I don't understand. What are you saying? And then all of a sudden we get a flashback, right? Ten years ago. Mm-hmm. It's uh, graduation and Hanako. We can actually see she's a lot like Megami. Just oh, kind of yeah, sitting exactly. there like, you know. They're, it's like a spitting image of them. I don't know. They're both like the <laughs> she's same. She's just crying and like, don't leave. <laughs> but he's going away. He's talking about how he's going to go to Paris. And he's going to conquer it. And, uh, you know, he wants to get that prize. And... He actually does. You see that he talks about how he studied under, you know, different tutelage for six years. Then he opened up his own restaurant, Shino's. Uh, there's backlash in the beginning, right? Yeah. For all these people. Calling, That's how, how you people, do it in yeah. France. You know, France. Even his own cooks were, like, right. changing his recette. Yeah. Because they think that it was too Japanese cuisine. And it like, was. And, and they, people wouldn't yeah, like it. Yeah, exactly. That's he not how assuming. you do things here. Yeah, exactly. But then he threw him out. Obviously, he's like, yeah. get out. He's he's like he he was about to like lose his restaurant because he was even behind on payments. So he decided to like man up and like take it in his own hands to kind like, of. do it all. And then he but does. You can, but you can see that that's how he got to where he is because yeah. the backlash was happening for him being an outsider, right? So yeah, he threw everyone out. The staff almost became an enemy. Mm-hmm. He said, and so he basically he pushed himself. And push through all these different obstacles. He had to reach his goal of becoming the legume magician. <laughs> <laughs> but in the end, once he hits that point, his cooking is stagnated. You know, that's what uh, Dojima is trying to tell him, mm-hmm. right? Um, so just take a bite of Megumi's cooking. He hit his plateau. Yeah. He, he literally hit where he wanted to hit. Mm-hmm. And he did it because he did it very young, too. He did it quickly. Yeah. He didn't, it didn't take, like, some chefs to take some year, like, years and years, decades to, mm-hmm. like, re- achieve that. He achieved that really young. So, like, where else is he going to go? Like, because if his food doesn't get better, he's not growing it. He's not mm-hmm. becoming a better chef, like, an even better yeah, you chef. you need to constantly be yeah, exactly. reinventing yourself and, and everything. And he thinks, uh, Jin Dojima thinks if, you know, that's why he didn't make his signature dish because mm-hmm. he didn't want to show that he was like not growing yeah th- it's the same that it's, yeah, always, it's been. always been the same dish and uh-huh. that's why he made something else to like throw them off so anyway uh Shinomiya takes you know a little bite he's like oh the plating's off the pate didn't set right all this kind of thing but why is it tugging at my heart <laughs> <laughs> And then he takes another bite. Yeah, he's like, I love it. What what happens here is he realizes that she was, uh, there's a consideration for the diner, for the actual clientele. Right? Yeah, exactly. And that's something that maybe he wasn't thinking of. You, you go back to his youth and his mom kind of looking at him after he, he's been fighting as a mm-hmm. youth, you know, he's kind of, so maybe he always had kind of an attitude. And he's Southern. 
Yeah. You kind of learned that he's from the South, too, yeah. right? Because uh-huh. I don't think I ever mentioned that before. No. Because his mom has an accent, so you mm-hmm. kind of tell. Yeah. He doesn't, but I don't know. And he, like, grew up in, like, a farm-like yeah. place, too, like Megami. Well, it makes sense if he knows plants and, and vegetables. Yeah, exactly. And stuff, yeah. So, and I love how he has the fight. He has that little score bunny, like, bandage on his nose. <laughs> yeah, that was so cute. He's, like, been roughed up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but he talks about as he's tasting Megami's dish that it tastes like a mother's love. Mm-hmm. He actually starts to cry. I know. And he's I like, was like Whoa. and then not only that, uh, they bring up that he, that she used allspice, and you know, at first they're like, well, that was to uh, offset the liver, right? But no, it's not just that; it aids in digestion. And uh, what she was thinking is that. These people have been tasting all kinds of people's food for the last couple of days, two days already. And, you know, so she was trying to show them a little consideration. And, you know, he's he's like, it's kind of clumsy, but it resonates. Like, I get what you were trying to do, mm-hmm. right? Even in her first year kind of way, she had, she was thinking about the people she's making the dish about, not just thinking about where she needed to go, what her goal was to win the prize or to win mm-hmm. this food war. But she's also thinking... About the other people, Globally, about others, like, yeah. Like about everything, all aspects. She cares about. She has a caring aspect about her. Yeah, and, and I you think can see that, that her food. Right, and I think that the whole fact that she keeps the diners in mind is very different than him, mm-hmm. who kind of like seclude himself and kept all the the staff out of the deal. You know, they couldn't say anything about the the menu or any of the recipes, you know. He didn't ask the clients what they thought of the meal. He just served it. This is what you're going to get. Well, it turned out in favor for him, to be honest. To a point. Yeah, to a point. To a point. But then what it's saying, I think, is that it stagnates when you don't uh, look at what else you can do. And I think that when you hit that plateau is when you should go back to the people that support you and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you can almost see this with certain companies these days. Mm-hmm. They aim for the top and they, you know, someone like big like maybe Disney, mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That starts, you know, focusing less on quality and starts doing things just to get bigger and bigger. They mm-hmm. buy up the competition exactly. instead of, instead of trying to... literally d- buying everyone. Like, but yeah, yeah I guess you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're buying everyone. Yeah, I know Well, what that's what saying. happened with like Pixar. Pixar was talking about they wanted to leave. No, they just buy them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So at a certain point, you have to start looking at what is the customer doing? You know, what does the customer want? And then maybe that might be a good way of like reclaiming the quality or where you need to go. I think that you start floundering. We see this with a lot of franchises these days. Mm-hmm. They don't know where they're going. They're... Uh, and they're not making money, you know? So it's almost like that sometimes you need to go back to the fans. And almost like, I, I think in this case, Megami is almost like that content creator, right? Yeah, <laughs> This YouTube exactly, person yeah. that's up there selling their own stuff and, like, making their way. And, and they're doing it authentically, you know? Mm-hmm. They, uh, they know something about this. And, and so they're kind of home. It's a homegrown kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you put it in that perspective, you can kind of see how this, how people could actually vote for Megami in this situation, right? Yeah, exactly. Because they see it as more authentic. They see it as, as a, a truer form of art or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what happens. You know, at a certain point, uh, Jin Dojima puts his coin down, and then uh, finally, <laughs> when it comes down to it, Shionomiya puts a coin for her too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot And then, that. of course, Hinako 
you know, she wasn't supposed to vote, but she puts a coin down yeah, anyway. Yeah. You're like, guess it's a tie. <laughs> well, he even says this whole like, like thing is preposterous. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, but she he... survives. Fine, fine, that's fine. And then, but he does when he's leaving Shinomiya. He even thinks about Soma Yukihira. This yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does that whole this thing. This guy. He knew something. He knew what was going on. What's going on? But uh, in the end, it's Jin Dojima talking to him, or to Megami and saying, Your food is like a warm embrace. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's got hospitality. And think of these coins in, as investments in your future, you know? Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that approach. Like, it's, it's kind of like making her. Setting her and giving her confidence. Yeah, exactly. Because I think that sometimes people need that confidence. They need that little boost. They need that follow or whatever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. They need that to show that uh, that what they're doing is worth something, to not give up. Yeah, exactly. Because there's so many people out there who are just shills or whatever, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They'll just do, they'll just be copying what everyone else is doing. But if you have someone who can actually put their heart and soul into something, then that's something worth backing. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, the other guy kind of hit his summit before he matured. And so maybe now he can look at this and think, if I go back to, you know, things I know, like where I came from and things like that and try to bring that out, then maybe he can survive and, and, you know, push forward again. But (laughs) when they get out, I guess it was down in the basement, they had like a million missed phone calls or whatever. Megami's like looking in. She's like, everyone's been calling. Yeah, so Soma tells her to go ahead, but then he's mad. He even smacks his fists on the wall, right? And doesn't Jin see that? Yeah, yeah, Jin Dojima sees him do that. He's like, this is Soma. Kid. He wanted to win all by he himself. To, yeah, exactly. And he even thinks, he almost compares him to Shinomiya. Mm-hmm. How he's like, just that drive, survive whatever it takes by himself. Yeah, to succeed and everything, yeah. He sees that, and that's not a bad thing. Shinomi, what Shinomiya did was not a bad thing, but he needs to be able to to reevaluate, you mm-hmm. know? That's part of it, too. It's not just the push and, and not listening to other people when you need to reach your goal. Yeah. That helps. But then at a certain point, you do need to listen to other people, mm-hmm. the right people. So it's there's a balance to that, I think, is what it, this is saying. Anyway, they get back, and of course, the first thing that happens is Yuki punches Soma in the face as soon as he <laughs> yeah. walks in. It's like, what the heck? But then they even notice, like, what happened to his right hand. He's not really saying, he's, you know. Yeah. But, but everyone's kind of partying and happy, and that's kind of how the episode ends, right? Anyway, we'll get to more of the training camp next time. But until then, our watch has ended. I've been Tim. This has been Ashley. Take care, guys. Characters. Fictional characters. Am I am I getting through to you at all?